Welcome to Taste the Word with Fanny Meiberg. Let us get a taste of God's Word. I greet you again on this Friday morning. I want to speak to you about how to preserve children. Something that I read the other day. A recipe for preserving children. It says, one large grassy field, six children, three small dogs, flowers, a narrow strip of brook with pebbles, hot sun, deep blue sky, and then it says, mix the children with the dogs and empty into field, stirring continuously. Sprinkle the field with flowers, pour the brook gently over the pebbles, cover all with a deep blue sky and bake in hot sun. When children are well browned, they may be removed. It is a nice poem if you can call it like that. It is a recipe, a recipe on how to preserve children. When our children were small, our three children were small, we bought them fancy and sometimes expensive gifts, just to find that they rather play with the box and the gift paper. We are living in a time and age where our children don't have the privilege of nature anymore. Nature which is the best teacher, the best counselor, and the best healer there can be. The other day I overheard a conversation where someone was asked, what is the most important thing in raising children? He answered by saying, to never forget how it was when you were a child. You know what, I have so many stories to tell about my childhood years. Stories that involved almost always nature in some or the other way. Dogs, trees, open field, mountains, bees, swimming, mud, sheep, wheelbarrows. It was always something like playing and falling and crying. And then again, playing, falling, crying. Playing, falling, crying. Always something like that. I will Never forget my childhood years. And never did anyone have to ask us to go and play outside. And the reason was simple. No TV, no computers, no cell phones, and almost always safe. So I find today that even though I would like to give my children and the children of others that, that nature experience, it seems like they don't want it. Is that also your experience? As if the blue sky, the sun, the water, the fun with dogs, nature, in its beauty and lessons, flowers, the lawn, are not for the modern child. Something has changed. Our parents depended on nature to help them raise us and raise their kids. Nowadays, technology helps parents to raise their little ones. Sometimes parents doesn't have a choice. And we can see the effect of the absence of nature in our children. And my question is, who is to blame? Every week, 
that I am in Joburg. I see the mansions with high walls and small gardens. I see small flats high up with no garden and no nature. Only concrete walls, electric fences, burglar bars. Even if you give a child nature, they don't know what to do with it. I don't know if that is also your experience. As if there is nothing in nature that they can do or want to do. And it is almost impossible for parents to find nature without the price tag. All around the cities, it is private property. And for some of them, there is available to the public, there is entrance fees. Our world is just not safe anymore. Whether it is outside our homes or inside the home. Outside, there's criminal activity. And inside, there is technology. There's a criminal outside and there's a criminal inside. And the criminal is in technology. And who is to blame? This is my question again. Who is to blame? Is it politics? Really? Is it South Africa? No. It's all over the world. Is it the influence of the world? Is it religion who is to blame? Is it the church? Other religions? Is it parents? Grandparents? Is it the school system? Is it money? Is it technology? Or is it a criminal activity? Who is to blame? You know, Romans 1 verse 28 says, I want to read it to you in the Amplified Bible. It says, Since they, the people, did not see fit to acknowledge God or approve of Him or consider Him worth the knowing, God gave them over to a base and condemned mind to do things not proper or decent but loathsome. Verse 29, until they were filled with every kind of unrighteousness and iniquity, grasping and covetous grease and malice. And then it is going on and on and on and on. So this means, Romans 1 verse 28 says, that we, our children, the parents, we, we that live now in this world, we live in the consequence of a generation that did not Acknowledge God or consider Him worth knowing. And by this, I'm not saying that your parents or your grandparents did not serve God. That is not what I'm saying. But the world system, the political system, the influence of the world, religions, the school system, the money, the technology system, they don't consider God worth knowing. They don't acknowledge God anymore. And for this reason, they fall into this kind of unsafe world. A kind of world that you are not safe inside the house or outside the house. And this means that whether you are guilty or not, you live under the same consequences as a child of God. Even if you raise your children in the right way, and you have been raised in the right way, you live under the same consequences. For you, it is also unsafe inside. It is not safe outside, not safe inside. Outside, there is unrighteousness. And inside, 
there's also a possibility through technology to be unrighteous. So we as Christians have the responsibility and we have to be the generation that acknowledge God. This is the main point. The main thing, how can we preserve our children? Because we must be the generation that set an example for the next and the future generations to worship and serve God. We can break the cycle of unrighteousness in our own families. That is important. Maybe it is impossible to change the world, but we can, by the grace of God, change our own world. In our Christian perspective world, we can teach our children godly and biblical principles and how to apply it. And most important of all, to know God will care for us in this broken world. Maybe we will suffer. We will suffer heartache and pain and loss. But to know God will fight for us and give us hope against all hope. That is what Romans 4 verse 18 says. For Abraham, human reason for hope being gone, he could not rely on human reason, on his flesh to give him hope. But he hoped in faith. Romans 4 verse 18. For Abraham, human reason of hope being gone, he hoped in faith. Faith, that is the principle. How can we preserve our children? We have to hope in faith. We have to raise our children in faith. We have to acknowledge God. Our children must see it, hear it, understand it. They must see it in our homes. They must hear it from our lips. They must be able to find God in their homes. I always say there's only one safe place for a child, and that is his home, his house. That four walls must be their safe place. Let's keep it that way. And by doing this and applying the word of God, we can preserve our children. May the Lord bless you and may the Lord keep you over this weekend. And may the Lord give you wisdom and understanding to help you to preserve your children in the midst of an ungodly world. Blessings until we speak again.